Hey everyone, Merry Christmas and welcome to a special Christmas Daily Word. Really glad that you, uh, you've joined me and for uh, our Daily Word today, I'd like to begin in the book of the prophet Micah chapter 5 and want to share verses 2 to 5 with you. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. Then at last his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their own land, and he will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world, and he will be the source of peace. So, interesting thing, of course, about this passage is that this passage is the answer to a question that would not be asked for more than 700 years. In the Gospel of Matthew, we read about the the wise men, the magi, coming to Jerusalem seeking after the, the Messiah, the Savior. So this is Matthew 2, 1 to 6. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we've come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. So the Lord planted the answer to this question 700 plus years in advance on the heart of the prophet Micah. He would use Micah, God would, to pronounce judgment upon Israel, the northern kingdom of, of the people of God of Israel, and Judah, the southern kingdom. Assyria would come and conquer the northern kingdom, Israel. They would attack Jerusalem. They would attack Judah, but not, not conquer it entirely. But then there would come the day when the Babylonians would come and conquer also Judah. God was warning of judgment here. But friends, also, he was speaking restoration. We see that throughout the book of Micah. But here, in particular, God was pointing to the ultimate restoration, to the return from the ultimate exile. That is, He is pointing to how we are reconciled to God in Jesus Christ, how through Jesus and His grace we can come back home to God, be restored in Jesus. And so we look to the Gospel of Luke, as we're reading today, from Luke 2 and beginning in verse 1. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. 
This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census, and because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled back there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son, she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel, angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. So because of the census, uh, Joseph and Mary, they travel back to, uh, to Bethlehem. But I suspect that, in fact, it was less about the census and more about the, the leading, the prompting of the Holy Spirit. That it was by the leading of God's Spirit that truly they went there to Bethlehem to where Jesus was to be born in the line of King David. You see in Jesus' ministry, and especially as we approach the, the cross of Jesus, how concerned Jesus is for the fulfillment of Scripture, that everything be according to God's Word. He knows that the plan of salvation was already set, had already been foretold. And in fact, what we see as we're looking into the Scriptures here to our great hope is that there is another question that gets answered. It gets answered 700 plus years before, before we have the question that, that is apparent in the breaking in of the Messiah, the advent of the Messiah, the breaking in of the angel and all of heaven's armies declaring the glory of God at the birth of Jesus Christ. And that question is, where do we find peace? Where is it that we find wholeness, comfort, and healing? And it is, friends, in Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 14 says, For He Himself is our peace. He is the source of our peace, as we read in the book of the prophet Micah. He is our peace because, friends, He reconciles us to God. He makes peace between us and God. Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, that is to say, receiving the grace of Jesus by putting our trust in Him, we are justified. We're made right before God, right with God. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
And friends, we have peace with God. We have true peace in Jesus because those who put their trust in Jesus are adopted as children of God. And that status, that identity is confirmed in our spirit, in our inner being, in our soul, in our hearts. That identity is confirmed by the Lord. We'll close, friends, with this passage from Romans chapter 8, beginning in verse 15. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. So friends, my prayer for you is that that you, that I, would experience the fullness of peace, of wholeness in the Lord, of confidence, assurance, of comfort in the Lord because of Jesus Christ, for He is our peace. He is our source of peace. He is our reconciliation between God and man. He has made us right with God, and we are His, His children forever. Praise be to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And Merry Christmas, friends. And until we have a chance to speak again, which will be um, not this week, we'll be off for the rest of this week, but the following Monday we'll be right back together and we'll be looking at the start of our new journey through the Bible. And I pray that God until then would bless you and that he would keep you.